This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. And I am your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Andy Pate with me today as he is on Tuesdays. And, of course, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. How's Andy? Doing well, sir. How are you? Not bad. It's a little warm out. Ah. That's all right. A lot of cloud cover. It's not so bad. Geez, there was a real lightning strike. Hey, see that just now? I did, too. Yeah. Whoa. All right. We're here. So the foothills will be engulfed in flames real soon. It's no, no rain in that direction, too. I rained here for a little bit, but yeah, didn't, it didn't stay on the pavement no, much. No. So I've been noticing this. It's been hitting the west side a lot more than it has. Oh, my way where I where my lawn is. You are correct. I'm bitter. Yes. Okay, yes. go ahead. Yesterday. Uh, out of 10, this is the question of the day, out of 10 people, how many Americans have ice cream in the freezer at all times? Well, I sure do. So you're one of the seven out of ten. So seven out of ten Americans have ice cream all the time. You do, right? Are you not a big ice cream guy? No. Of course, I'm from Wisconsin. I don't know if I, I don't know if there is or not. There might be. I don't know. I don't really look. I literally have. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight to ten containers you're of, ice, of ice cream usually you, at one time. You really offset the weight here, the scales here. I have all kinds of ice cream. Good I just grief. love it. Okay, I well, adore good for you. ice cream. Well, I love ice cream, but it doesn't love me, so that's the problem. Oh. Today's impossible question of the day. Answer this on the RushToReason.com website. Can you name the number one classic rock song to fall asleep to? Well, I assume it's by the Carpenters. Well, any of those would put you to sleep. I love. Did the I say that? I didn't say that. Yeah, did but I? I loved Karen Carpenter's voice. I really did. It was smooth. Oh, ho, ho, ho. was it not? Velvety, wonderful. It was smooth, but it would put you to sleep. I don't know. Oh, uh, over time, and and by the way, if if it's something that puts you to sleep, is it really rock and roll? Just because it's done by some rock and roll icon doesn't make it rock and roll. Good point. Anyways, I mean, it's at- probably a ballad. Answer that on the RushToReason.com website. Give it your best answer. Oh, Char- Charlie says, Stairway to Heaven. That's not the right answer, but good guess. It's a long song, he says. It's also a long stairway. The Stairway to Heaven is... Just saying. Is, yes, it is long. Okay, go ahead. What's up today? Oh, gosh, we got a lot in store for you today. So, guys, uh, fasten your seatbelts. It's always a busy day. We've got three special guests that will be joining us. Retired Major General Paul Eaton will join us here In this first hour, we're going to talk about uh, Biden's trip to the Middle East. I don't know what there is to talk about, but... That was ugly. (laughs) He comes back. um, Let's see. Oil prices jumped immediately upon his return. Well, we have an expert that will give us some insight into that. The second hour, Mike Navarro... I know I'm going to screw up this name. 
Nov- N-O-V-O-T-N-Y. How would you say that? Novotny? Novotny? Hey, yeah, you're probably right. I, I got to look at... Yeah, you're, that's, you're, that's you're, Novotny. You're probably correct. Novotny. Okay. Uh, he's got a new book out, What Big Starts Small. So we'll talk to him in the 4 o'clock hour. And then last but not least, our great inventor, Randy Lad- Land Renew, must act now to stop China's theft of a lot of our space technology. Which would not be interesting. Which would not... Su- Surprise me. Well, they steal everything yeah, else. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I that's mean, where you know, I was going on. with that. There yes. you go. Yeah. yeah, thanks. That's exactly what I was going to say. Can I just say something about China again? Sure. It absolutely blows my mind, John. It blows my mind how Biden falls before them. Yeah, I get it. His family is bought off. He has to. They have leverage. I get all that. Okay, I get it. But they infected the world. Mm-hmm. They infected the world. They literally changed the landscape of the earth for probably decades going forward, the power, the power landscape. I mean, and they are completely getting off the hook for this. It blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. Yeah, they changed, as you know, they changed that. They changed, as far as I'm concerned, servanthood. What I mean by that is there's a lot more people willing to do whatever the government tells them to do after all of that than what we're willing to do so prior. So in a way, they, they... Captured a lot of freedom from people's souls, if you ask me. How much of that, John, do you uh, still see in America? Now, don't, and I'm not talking about the people who, the few mask wearers, because everybody who is still a mask wearer now was a Marxist leftist anyway, going into all this. True. Okay. Virtually all of America has fled the mask. They've, and, you know, and they're not into vaccine mandates. I'm not into vaccines at all, but, or that vaccine. But how many of Americans do you think have still been really affected by this subservient attitude? I think it's still affecting us. Oh, I, I agree. And I would say that I think it depends okay. on where you are, even across our front range. And to your point, some of the loony you know, leftist cities are going to be much more sure. uh, you know, apt to do the things that you're talking about. Uh, but I would say outside of those those subservient cities, Boulder, yeah. Boulder places like that, Aspen, those kinds um, of outside yeah. of those, fifteen percent. Well, let's take another look at those uh, subservient cities for a moment, Boulder and so forth. Before all this, you didn't see subserviency worn on the sleeve. No. Okay, I mean, no, they're anything, proud of it. They, was kind of the opposite yeah, of that. They, they were like, "Man, I'm like a '60s rebel. Uh-huh. I'm this. I'm that." And they, they, you know, they weren't. They obviously were into big government telling people how to live their lives. But at least they acted like I'm for you know mm-hmm. my freedom. You know, hands off my body and all this kind of stuff. At least they could claim to have some faint notion or love for freedom. Nowadays. They have jettisoned that. Mm-hmm. You go to Boulder, you go to places like Breckenridge, you know, I mean, thankfully those places have a lot of people like you and me going up there and enjoying life, and we bring freedom, we import it. But th- any freedom you don't import and bring with you to Breckenridge, you won't find. Well, they've handed it over on a silver platter. Yes. Here, take this, would you? Yeah. Somebody... Keep me safe, but here's my freedom, Andy. Yeah, somebody corral me. I mm-hmm. am cattle. Mm-hmm. And that that is that is the mindset nowadays of Boulder, Breckenridge, and these kinds of places. And they always were leftists. Now they are literally committed to being mm-hmm. controlled. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, they've they've literally they feel unsafe yep, if they're not controlled. They have they have hooked the handcuffs on. Yes, literally. And they're designer handcuffs. They're upscale. They are they are hook line and sinker bought in. Absolutely. Yes, and, scary uh, actually. And one other place we can say you'll see a ton of this, or two others, schools mm-hmm. and the medical community. Mm-hmm. A lot, in schools and the medical community, it's like Boulder. In those places, in, it's like Boulder infecting the rest of the state. Yep. And you go into those places, and they also, they were always liberal. And we didn't know, we knew in schools, we didn't know how liberal the, the, the medical community was. We did not know until this happened. Now we do. We go into those places, and it's like mm-hmm. Eastern Germany. Yeah, you're right. I also will say, and Andy and I have talked about this many times in the past, the demographic of the people, that, that, that 10 or 15% I was mentioning a moment ago, I really do feel like the lion's share of that group is probably 40 years of age and under. Yes. Maybe even 35 years of age and under. Well, if you're talking about like the mask wearers or the people who are very proud of the vaccine. And just the people that have said, keep me safe, here's my freedom. Yeah, keep me safe, here's my freedom crowd. Because that's what, by the way, that's what mask wearers are. It is almost. Because we've already proven over and over again, they do nothing. It is almost entirely three groups. Number one, rich liberals. Mm-hmm. Number two, young people. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say this, but number three, minorities. When I go to the, st- when I go to the store, um, yes. you can bank on the percentage of minorities wearing masks being several times that percentage that you will see with white people. And you, I, you know, I, I don't care. I don't care. No, I, I think, I'm just making an observation. Here. No, I want to make a, I want to add to that because I, I okay. believe you're onto something, although I want to. I want to throw this into the midst sure. because I think you are correct, but I want to go one step further and say that I feel like the, because I've traveled abroad, mm-hmm. even through COVID and such, and I will tell you that I feel like those individuals that have closer ties to even family and relatives li- living in some of those outside countries where minorities can come from, okay. typically do come from, Mexico sure. being one place, but all of South America. I will tell you that those areas, the mask thing is still really, really big in those countries. And, and it's, it's not a surprise when you look at a, I would call Mexico a semi-socialist. It's, well, it's run by the cartel, so I don't know how you even call it a democracy because right. it's not. But any of those uh, more governed, you know, uh, socialist countries have bought into that because that's what the government has told them to do. So my feeling is the people you just mentioned most likely have some ties to what I just said to be that. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, by the way, I think it's, I think it's kind of funny. What is it? The hospital in Houston that I believe was the first one to, to to mandate that you had to be vaccinated right now. They can barely staff it. They got so many people who are out with COVID. You know, at some point when none of your stuff works, it's and it's, it's not just it's it, the opposite of not even working. Andy. No, no, it makes it worse, obviously. But it's not just that. It's not just COVID, you know, in the masks and the vaccines and they don't work. And it's a disaster. And you can see states where they didn't do all that, that have the same numbers. And by the way, they had their economies all along. It's not just that. It's everything else that doesn't work. Uh, look at energy prices. Look at inflation. Look at the border. Look at. You know, uh, look at every where does all the crime and killing happen in Democrat run areas in the inner cities? I mean, everything they do 
is a massive mm-hmm. failure. I agree. Now, really quick before we go to break, I want to add something to what Andy just said. Okay. Always cracks me up when somebody puts up, there was a, a graph the other day that somebody put up on Twitter talking about the vaccines, COVID rates right now, how many people that have never been vaccinated and where they lie. And by the way, the spread, if you look at the graph, the spread, this in case it was blue, the little blue mark, the little blue graph, it's like an Excel spreadsheet where you run the, you know, you run the graphs up. Yeah, but the, on what? What are, what are they tracking? Go ahead. Who has COVID versus who doesn't? Okay. Not vaccinated, vaccinated once, vaccinated twice, right. boosters, the whole bit. The funny thing about it is the highest number on the graph are those that have been vaccinated the most. As to those that have COVID. So what is what, it like taking a wrecking ball to their immunity, immune system it must or what? Be. Well, yeah, Dr. Kelly says so, yes. Okay. Yes. What's funny is when you read the comments saying, oh, yeah, you know, here was the whole thing, though. Nobody ever said the vaccines were going to stop the spread of COVID. Lie. What they said was it was going to stop the deaths from COVID. You're right. A lie completely, Andy. First of all, that's a complete lie. Mm-hmm. And secondly, and I, I saw an ad on TV that was put out by Colorado Department of Health or whatever. I think it was CDH. But it was put out by them. And it was talking about how it'll make you, you know, less likely to get this. And, and you know, and it was all positive. I said, you're selling it now as a treatment, not as a vaccine. A That's vaccine, right. by its very definition, That's is right. supposed Prevents. to slow or stop the spread. That's right. They're not even mentioning nope. slowing the spread. It was all about mm-hmm. slowing the spread in the beginning. Right. Now none of it is. We'll talk more about this as we come back, folks. Don't go anywhere. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next. They want to help you with all of your vehicle needs. And it really is important, folks. I know I say it a lot. I sound like a broken record at times. But the better you take care of your vehicle, the better it takes care of you, the more money it's worth in the end, even if you decide to switch out vehicles at some point, the better you have all of that. In fact, I've got an article that I'm going to talk about on Drive Radio this weekend talking about what, what, what are you better off buying? A used car with higher miles or a used car with lower miles, exception being the higher mile vehicle has been well maintained, the lower vehicle, the lower mile vehicle has not. And even this article basically said, buy the vehicle that's got higher miles that's been maintained better because your value is better there than the lower miled used car. Proves my point right there. Oh, absolutely. So over and over again, folks, it's easy. Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, 303-841-1071. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. All right, Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage specialist. He wants to help you. If that's something you might be interested in, he can explain all the ins and outs of it. 303-467-7821. A reverse mortgage puts you in control. You're getting closer to retirement, which feels a little uncertain because you don't know how long your savings will last. 
You do know how long you'll need to keep paying off your mortgage, though. Especially after that refinance a few years ago, you will be old and gray before you finally check off that monthly payment from your list of expenses. So, you feel stuck. You can't retire confidently with a big mortgage payment hanging over your head. Your scenario is exactly why reverse mortgages exist. KLZ's local reverse mortgage specialist, Bruce Simmons, sets seniors free from monthly mortgage payments. You should be able to retire when you choose. Of course, you'll still need to pay your taxes and insurance, but eliminating your monthly mortgage payment could give you the security you need to retire with confidence. Take control. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Denver IT Security, John Kanata, the owner, is going to join me on Thursday, by the way, and talk about how you can stay safe, whether it be through your phone, whether it be through the Internet, whether it be through your own network. And if you're a business and you don't know whether your network is secure or not, please give him a call today. Find him at denveritsecurity.com slash KLZ or on our website, klzradio.com. Keeping your company's email system safe from hackers requires constant vigilance, meaning your staff needs to be kept aware of the signs of this threat. The team at Denver IT Security will customize a program helping to prevent mistakes that could lead to costly email infiltrations. Business email compromise or email hijacking is a growing problem. Hackers log into your email system, read through past conversations, then start a conversation with one of your contacts, pretending to be you. They may send an invoice to be paid through a wire transfer or ask for sensitive information to be provided. By changing some settings in your email software, they keep these conversations hidden so you won't even know it's happening. Some will even change the phone number in your signature, hoping the victims call them, thinking they're calling you. To learn more about this growing threat, schedule a free consultation now at denveritsecurity.com klz. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Marianne with Brightview Landscaping Services said, I would just like to say that we really enjoy working with BES. If I need a toner, I just make a call and they send it out right away. If we have any issues with our equipment, which we rarely do, they come out right away and our copier that we lease works very well. I would highly recommend this company to any business that's interested in having great customer service and equipment that works great. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, and... Well, kind of finish up here. We've got our, our special guest, our, our Major General joining us, retired Major General joining us in a few minutes. But I want to kind of finish up on what we were talking about before we went to break there, Andy, even in, in regards especially to just this whole, I know, in second hour, we're going to get into more of the wokeness, Thor. I'm going to uh, really tie that into some of my story I gave yesterday towards the end of the show. If you missed it, I gave my shopping experience on just all of that wokeness and how it's being now driven into the business world, which... Honestly, Andy, I don't. I uh, it's not going to work. Sorry, it's just not going to work. It's no, just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and and I mean, if you have somebody who's waiting on you who is ultra woke and they're wearing it on their sleeve, my m- message to them is this: 
You are there to be paid to do a job. You are not there to advertise, and neither am I. I wouldn't be there to advertise my lifestyle or my politics or my anything. I am there for one reason and one reason only, to sell the product of the person who's paying me. If I, unless and to I'm the in, customers who come to that person. Let me, let me throw another thing, an example into this. Okay. And I think you would agree with me on this. Other than a Christian-owned you know, bookstore or something along those yeah, lines, that, where you know you're walking into that themed right. type of a, of a business. Outside of that, I wouldn't appreciate somebody wearing a Jesus Saves t-shirt and having a Bible at the front counter when you go to check out either. Right. It's not a pro. It's not the time or the place for it. And I know there's a lot of Christians out there that are probably going to disagree with what I just said, but I just don't see that being the time or the place for that. Well, as you know, I'm a born again right wing evangelical Christian. I would feel awkward. Look, um, I don't want you pushing my life. When you do this, you make me look pushy. Is what I'm saying. I, I agree, and we don't want to be that way. Right. I'm not saying hide who you are. I don't care if they happen to have, like, let's say they're into Eastern, I mean, um, Egyptian stuff, and they were wearing an Ankh, or they're a Christian, and they're wearing a cross. That's like, different. I wear my cross. Yeah, I don't as care you about see. that. That's different. No, no. I don't care about that. But I mean, if you are displaying whatever you are politically, religiously, and all this kind of stuff, because you want to display it for the clientele, well, the clientele isn't there for that. In fact, no offense, they're not there for you. Well, I would go this far. Even if I still own my two stores, I as much as a as a Republican, and even when Trump was you know rolling along and so on, I would have not allowed any of my personnel no. to wear a Trump hat or T-shirt no. during that time either. No, or an Obama hat, or any of that. Right. Period. P- political period. That, by the way, that's why I'm a big believer in businesses having uniforms because you eliminate all of that when you do that. Yes, it's easy at that point. Wear a uniform. Done. All that goes away. I know, I know, and it makes people more comfortable. I don't know why more businesses, Andy, don't do that. I really don't. Uniforms are like the answer. Real quick side note, when I was a kid going to school, I actually happened to go to a school that we had uniforms, and we all hated them as kids. But I will tell you what, uniforms for parents are awesome. You know why? Why? At the beginning of the year buying school clothes, what do they have to buy, Andy? A few uniforms, and that's it. It actually, for a parent, is a dream. What was it like? Did you have to wear a skirt? Was there a Scottish no, we, kind of thing here? Or? No, the girls, of course, did. But we had particular you know, dress shirts and pants and different things we had to wear. But it was an actual uniform going to school for the longest time, yeah. And as a kid, you hated it. But as a parent, I think, hmm, wow, you know, that's not so bad after all. You sure save a lot. I was a lefty. I just wore whatever. Well... And again, I'm not opposed to that either. Other than this is, a, we could get into this topic maybe even next yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but you know, but once again, no, that doesn't no, no, that doesn't mean I could have you know been a billboard for my beliefs. Agree, but go ahead. On another note, next week maybe I want yeah. to get into why is the whole world dressed down now? I mean, you go to a five star restaurant, and I guarantee you, I can go to any five star restaurant any Friday or Saturday night in this whole front range area, and there'll at least be one person there wearing a t shirt. Well, it is more comfy. What happened to? <laughs> but what happened, Andy, to dressing up for special occasions? Do those not exist anymore? Have we gotten that, you know, down on everything we do? That comfortable that no one dresses up anymore? Well, it costs a lot, John. I mean, to dress up, it it costs a lot. Okay, well, put a collared shirt on. You could have one in your closet. How hard is that? Yeah, I have collared shirts, but I'm just saying it. 
it costs a lot, and for some people, that's uh, difficult. Well, but if you're a five-star restaurant, you can't afford a collared shirt. Why are you at the five-star restaurant? True. I Get my drift? I just, I guess I wouldn't care either way. I have nothing against wearing a collared shirt. I've done it many times. Uh, I'm that guy where, you know what, if you're going to go to the nice restaurant, wear a stinking collared shirt, guys. Really? Get your dumb T-shirt off and wear a collared shirt. Yeah, that's me. I'd wear an evening gown. <laughs> Call you, wait, what is it, they, them, Andy? Call me they, them. They, them, is that it? Yes. <laughs> All right, we got a guest joining us in a minute. Don't go anywhere. Oh, I could tell you, it's always something crazy. Absolutely. I'd order, Absolutely. I'd order three steaks, one for each of my genders. <laughs> Absolute electrical heating and air is up next. And don't forget about the Quiet Cool system. It, it, folks, really is a great way to not only save money, but make your house more comfortable at the same time. It is one of those items that they offer that literally will pay for itself. Find them at klzradio.com or 720-526-0231. Reduce your energy costs with a quiet, cool fan installation from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Because quiet, cool homes don't reheat as quickly as homes without the system, your quiet, cool fan reduces the dependence on air conditioning. When your home stays cool, you don't waste as much energy trying to keep it that way. Your new quiet cool fan also uses 90% less energy than running AC throughout the day, which helps with the bills too. The U.S. Department of Energy called the quiet cool whole house fan the most cost-efficient way to cool your home. Take advantage of the cool mornings and give your AC and wallet a rest this summer. Pull up to 50 degrees out of your house with a quiet cool system installation from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Schedule your comfort evaluation with a trusted expert at 720-526-0231. Mention KLZ and you'll get a $300 rebate when your install is completed. Again, that's 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, if you're looking for more efficiency, saving money, having a more comfortable home to live in as well, Veteran Windows and Doors, have Dave out and find out what he can do for you. And as I said yesterday, they've even got some great options on just screen doors if you're looking to do something along those lines as well. Give Dave a call today, 303-529-0720. Dave Bancroft founded Veteran Windows and Doors on three Marine Corps principles, integrity, knowledge, and dependability. Integrity, because he won't sell you something you don't need. Veteran windows and doors charge you an honest amount, saving you half of what the competitors charge. Knowledge, because he would rather you be more educated than the next window sales rep that comes to your door. He'll go through the specs of the product you do need in your home. Dave is sure to explain that the U factor will determine energy efficiency, that the solar heat gain coefficient is necessary for temperatures inside your home and in preventing sun damage. Dave doesn't need sales gimmicks like heat lamps because he uses actual industry standards, meeting and exceeding code. Dependability is Dave visiting every customer personally so he can consider what year, how your house was built, and help you customize your new window or door. Veteran windows and doors stand by their principles. Visit klzradio.com window to see for yourself. An absentee-owned business is better than one you need to work every day. When it comes time to sell your company, the potential buyer doesn't want to have to work there. They want it to run itself. You need to think about your future and the future of your company. When you're a small business owner, you keep big business in check. You're a vital part of the local and national economy. Your responsibility as a small business owner is to be an active participant in the planning of your business. If you don't know how to plan for the future, that's okay. 
Call John Rush. He can show you how to make your business more profitable or even sellable. If that's the plan, email John at RushMediaInc.com for a free one-hour consultation. Metro Pavers has a fantastic opportunity for Class A or B commercial dump truck drivers, offering competitive wages, advancement opportunities, health insurance, paid vacation, and performance bonuses. This is the right company to work for. Qualifications for the job include a valid Class A or B commercial driver's license, a professional attitude, hardworking, and the ability to work overtime as needed. You must be able to pass a DOT physical and have a clean motor vehicle registration over the last three years. Metro Pavers built its reputation as a premier asphalt and paving company that has excelled in the greater Denver metro area for multiple generations. The ideal candidate has good communication skills, accountability, and experience safely loading, unloading, and securing equipment. Take advantage of this opportunity by visiting MetroPaversInc.com. That's MetroPaversInc.com. And tell them KLZ sent you. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes. We have got our next guest joining us right now, retired Major General Paul Eaton. Uh, retired Major General Paul Eaton. Oh, okay, how do I shorten that up? What do you want me to call you? Uh, Paul or General or whatever works for you. <laughs> we appreciate that. First off, thank you for your service. I always want to say that we appreciate all that you've done for our country, and I mean that sincerely. Talk to us about President Biden and his trip to the Middle East. So, you know, whenever a president of the United States makes a trip abroad, uh, that is obviously not a small detail. No, nope. it's something that his administration thinks through and they, OK, what is important in our lives and what do we want to deal with? And the Middle East has always been kind of a fractious environment for True. America, for a lot of other countries. And uh, when you when you look at Israel and you look at Saudi Arabia, and then you look at Iran and the potential of an Iranian nuclear weapon, arms race in the Middle East, uh, the vital existential interests on the part of the uh, Israelis, and probably Saudi Arabia. I mean, the, when, you, when those two countries look at Iran, they see the potential of a nuclear-armed country that mm -hmm. does not want them to exist. And so... Here you have President Biden, who's no stranger to the environment, chairman of the Senate Arms, so Senate uh, Foreign Relations Committee, vice president for eight years. Uh, so he's been around the block, and he needs to tell Israel, we've got your back. He needs to tell Saudi Arabia, let us work this Iran deal. Same message to Israel. And uh, let's try to get this thing going again so that we can keep an Iranian nuclear weapon off the table until 2030 which is that's the bottom line and he's got his eye on the ball and you know with any luck at all you know from a military perspective if we can keep the uh iranians from having a nuclear weapon that's all good for us so you believe that obama's iran deal would keep iran from getting a nuclear weapon well the de the deal has a lot of warts on it uh, a lot of people don't like it. Uh, they don't like the sunset clause. Actually, there are three sunset clause, 8, 10, 15 years. But 15 years of IAEA 
inspectors, you know, the old President Reagan trust but verify. So you flood the zone with inspectors. You make sure with national assets and with eyes on the ground that that these guys don't uh, develop enough fissile material, which they are very close right now. I mean, they're weeks away from being able to assemble a uh, a a bomb prototype. So the the Obama deal, the Obama engineer deal, and, it, and it's not just the U.S. It was P five plus one. It was you know the the P5 plus Germany and Iran, seven nations, get together and say, you know, you guys, um, bad idea to develop a nuclear weapon. A lot of you know, bad things can come out of it. Right. Uh, and so it was a deal. And Iran's got a whole lot of other problems with the you know human rights problem at home and right. export of terrorism uh, development of uh, delivery systems. So we we got all that, but if we can keep the Iranians from having a nuclear weapon, that's one less nightmare scenario that we have in a very difficult neighborhood. So I believe that it uh, when you when you have the deal and all the nuclear all the systems that we have available in the United States and the inspectors from IAEA. Yep, I, I believe it was uh, worth worth a try. What's the other option if that doesn't work? And, and keeping them from having one is my point, because I don't think most people understand either that if a country can produce nuclear power, they have the ability over time to produce a nuclear weapon as well, and therein lies part of the problem with Iran, correct? Indeed. And, you know, we could look at uh, Japan right now or South Korea. You know, there are a lot of countries uh, South Africa actually did develop their own nuclear weapon capacity and backed away from it. Uh, but if we can keep Iran from weaponizing nuclear power, then it's a it is one less headache that the United States has to deal with. In a again a tough environment. I mean, it's Middle East is uh, oh my God, you know it's it's. We, we've seen it develop into ever-worsening situation. So if, if, we can, if we can make it clear to the Iranians that it is not in their national interest to develop a nuclear weapon, we're collectively better off without. We're better off. Paul, bottom line, uh, Israel doesn't see it the way you did, <laughs> do. They were very much against the Iran deal, and they were very much of the opinion that it paved the way for them to get nuclear arms, and also that the um, inspection details, the uh, levels in of inspection that we could do were not nearly enough. And look, there's a lot of people who believe that the Iran deal was simply not a good deal at all. Well, and and honestly, I, I, I'm I'm going to just say it. I'm one of them. I don't I don't think the Iran deal stopped Iran from getting clear weapon at all. And and, and by the way, they have uh, been moving right along with or without the deal. It has I understand, and I've got some very good friends who have the same opinion and sunset clause on this thing. And uh -huh. the, the the nature of the investigations uh, that I can do, I I get all that. But if you watch what happened to W. Bush and North Korea, backed away from a uh, coercive approach to 
and then a non-coercive approach to working with the North Koreans. Where are we now? We have a very belligerent, very hostile to the United States, developing ever better long-range delivery systems. They've got the weapon. And as soon as we pulled out of any kind of controls, they went hyperspeed. They jacked up their uh, production of fissile material, and uh, they they went to nuclear weapon very, very quickly. So we now have... Well, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So you would say none of that has anything to do with the Obama administration's lax policies toward North Korea. So this is all because of George no, W. Bush? All, all this happened under George W. Bush. No, I, I will, the, I will the, concede parts of it started under Bush, but they certainly escalated under Obama. And got Indeed, better under Trump. They did, but they... they they developed a nuclear capacity and a very swift production capability uh, under the Bush administration. That's that they went from a uh, a you know years out to uh, weeks in, and uh, so we we've got a, a nuclear power in North Korea. I'm not going to blame the Bush administration. I'm not going to blame uh, any particular presidency because it happened. It, it evolved over a 25 year period. Mm-hmm. True, and we've got what we've got in North Korea, and we don't want to have another North Korea in the middle of the Middle East. If Iran, in this deal, goes nuclear, and right now they've so far decided not to, because there's this discussion and potential of getting back into the deal, you're going to see Saudi Arabia go down the same path, as you would expect. As you, yeah, I, and Israel. Why wouldn't they? I know. And Israel's already there. Right. So do we want to see Israel, Saudi Arabia, the United States, and Iran get in a free-for-all over Iranian nuclear sites? Do we wish to see a U.S.-coordinated, led, or Israeli-coordinated and led military attack on Iranian soil. I don't think that that's no, a I don't, great I don't, idea. I, I would not advocate that. I don't think anybody wants to see that. On the same token, though, I, I just, I'll say it out loud. I know you and Andy have been talking about this as far as where you two come from. I, I guess where I come from is I don't trust the Iranians at all, period. Agreement, no agreement. I don't trust those folks one iota. I don't care what's on paper. I don't care what they've signed. They have a history of not doing what they say they're going to do no matter what sign. So the question I have for you being, you know, you're a you're a retired major general in the in the in the United States Army, what do we do to keep them from ha- from going nuclear? I mean, I am one that says I don't think the deal's going to matter one way or the other because I don't trust them. So how do we keep them trustworthy? I guess is my question. So I'm going to roll back history a little bit. Go back to 1979 when Captain Paul Eaton as a 28-year-old you know, captain going to the uh, infantry officer's advanced course, I had Iranian captains in my class. This was while the Shah was in power. It was about a year and a half before he uh, was thrown out by the mullahs. And then I take a snapshot right after 9-11 when the Kuwaitis, and uh, the Saudis were dancing in the streets, death to America. Mm-hmm. This is after we uh, right. threw 
Iraq after, out of uh, Kuwait. And the Iranians held prayer vigils with candles in the streets of uh, Tehran. So you've got Iran, uh, their government that uh, has some significant uh, uh, problems with their own population, uh, running the joint right now. But I'd also throw out, and, and this is, you know, just a soda straw looking into Iranian society. I've got a colleague who went there as a tourist about a year ago, year and a half ago. And he was received in uh, uh, Iranian homes. Uh, at, at, the, at the end of the day, the Iranian people, not the mullahs, the Iranian people, are very pro-American. Agree. I rented, yeah. I rented an apartment from an Iranian family when I was in Paris going to school and signed to the embassy back in 1980. Uh, the we we are in a situation where you've got the mullahs with the kleptocracy, with the IRGC and exports of uh, of uh, terrorism and human rights violation at home. Uh, we we've got a a country that is not, you know, you can draw some analogies with uh, current-day Russia. Uh, the, the basic Russian, the basic Iranian, they are not anti-American. They are very pro-American. We've got a problem with the Iranian government. And until we get a, uh, a solution, another green revolution, if we can get these guys uh, out of power, I think that uh, whatever we can do today to improve fundamental relations between the people of Iran and the American people, I think we're better off. Okay. Well, I I'm mean, do we send them more pallets of cash? No. And what do they do with the pallets of cash? Because last time, there's a lot of people who basically think that they used it to fund more terrorism. I would say they did. The government did, and it goes to what? Yeah, see, I mean, look, I, I would agree, Paul, that they're, I would say that they the people too. of Iran are not anti-American in general, but the problem is we're not dealing with them. We're dealing with the mullahs. We're dealing with the people in charge. They're the ones who are going to be developing the uh, nuclear weapons. So, you I know, and I don't, I don't see an overthrow happening anytime soon. I get it. I, I you know, it's a, uh, you know, they, when we, when we talk to, uh, People like the uh, the Vietnamese, you know, thirty years to them is a blink of an eye. To us, not so much. Mm -hmm. uh, we're in for the long haul here, and we need to prevent, as best we can, the arrival of a nuclear weapon while we develop what we can with the people of Iran. Bottom line, uh, you know, look at what Nixon did with China. I mean. It is possible. Things are possible if you reach and uh, throw out a, uh, a lifeline. And I, I, I just, the value of diplomacy and the value of talking, and uh, I don't know if it's ping pong in uh, Iran the way it was with China, but uh, the, the people to people approach to keep us from going to the mat is uh, something that we got to try. 
I'll leave it at that. Uh, retired Major General Paul Eaton, again, thank you for your time. I appreciate it very much, and enjoy the rest of your evening, sir. I love a chat like this, and uh, you guys are great. Thank, thank you, you very sir. Much. No, appreciate it very much. I really mean that. Uh, Hi-Fi Plumbing is coming up next. Now, all of your plumbing needs one-stop shopping. I talk about water filtration a ton. They can look at that as well. If there's accessories, things you want to change, water-saving devices, you name it, they're there to not only fix what you have going on but save you money at the same time. 877-WE-HIGH-5 or find them at klzradio.com. You thought having a kitchen next to your garden was a fantasy. That was until you had help installing it from the experts at High Five Plumbing. They took care of your outdoor kitchen sinks and an irrigation system for your garden. You even added a new fountain so your backyard looks and feels picture perfect. All thanks to the behind-the-scenes work from the High Five Techs. You thought about trying to do the install, but you're inexperienced. And with the amount you already invested in the project, it would be a risky and unnecessary hassle. Besides, with expert plumbers who attend trainings weekly, you feel confident knowing you will be treated right and the work will be done correctly. The last step to finish your new outdoor oasis is only a call away with outdoor plumbing services from High Five. Don't miss out on the waived dispatch fee for KLZ listeners only. Call 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, Golden Eagle Financial, don't forget Ruth Chris, the 26th of this month. Al will buy you dinner, talk about things that you may want to know when it comes to your financial future. 6.30 to 8 o'clock that night, you need to register ahead of time. I don't know how many seats are open, so call Al and find out now. 303-744-1128. A trustworthy advisor who is well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, you'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. All right, Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. Anything you need when it comes to your estate, Michael is mobile. He'll come to you. That's why he's the Mobile Estate Planner. 720-394-6887 or find him at klzradio.com. Follow the Michael Bailey philosophy to enjoy this day. Do the thing you don't want to do first. Every day, Michael does whatever he doesn't want to do first. Then he no longer has to do it. Michael enjoys his days. Right now, you can enjoy the rest of your day by calling Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner. Then you will no longer need to think about what will happen to your stuff after you die. So go ahead, enjoy your day. Call KLZ's mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey, right now. Now is the time to stand up for life. Now is the time to stand up for women facing unplanned pregnancies. Now is the time to support pro-life ministry Save the Storks. 
Your monthly gift will help us put more medical units, called stork buses, on the road, giving women the choice to choose life for their babies. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and sign up to support our ministry with a gift of $35 a month. Please don't wait. Go to SaveTheStorks.com now. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And one of you texted in, and, and by the way, Andy and I agree that the, you know, where the, you know, back to our last guest, the Iranian people, and I do believe the guest was correct when saying the majority of Iranian people want to go back to what they had prior to being under Muslim rule, which is awful, and you've seen what it's done to the country, even economically speaking, at one time. Iran was a very capitalistic country. They were free to do whatever they wanted to for the most part. They dressed the way they wanted to. It was very rich. Uh, how should I say, Andy? A historically rich, very rich country in general. The people there were rich. I mean, I knew some people that when everything went south came to America to escape all of that because they just didn't want to live underneath that kind of of Muslim rule. So yeah, at I've one known, point in time, it was that way. I've known a number who come from there. And by the way, some of them will call themselves Persian. Correct. They want to dis- They don't know. want to be known as that. Right. They don't That's want right. to be known as that. That's now, right. is it still a majority over there that would like to go back to a more free enterprise? I don't know if it's I a majority, know. but I do agree it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But we got to keep Which, in- by the way, that's pretty much true in any oppressive country. Yeah. I think, for but the we most got, part. But we got to keep in mind there's a stark difference between what Trump did with the Abraham Accords and actually brokering pe- real peace deals between disparate countries and shoveling pellets full of cash yep. to Iran under the Iran deal in hopes that they would not go nuclear soon under um, agreements where, quite honestly, we could not, you know, we could not investigate their sites nearly effective enough. Okay? We couldn't keep an eye on them. This idea that under the, um, I mean, Bibi Netanyahu laid it out the best, and he just made it very clear. Look, under the, the Iran, under the Iran deal, you're not going to be able to watch them nearly close enough. They're not going to honor it. They're going to get a bunch of cash from you. They're going to send it to terrorists. Yep. He was right, and they did. Yep. And to go back into it is simply that deal. It's more pellets of cash that they can use for terrorism, and you're not going to be able to keep a sharp eye on them. They're going to keep developing. That's my opinion. No, I, I don't. I don't believe I in the Iran deal. Um, no. I'm not saying I don't believe in any Iran deal. I'm saying I don't believe in renewing that one. Um, as I said a moment ago, I don't trust those guys as far as I can throw them, so I'm not sure any deal is sufficient. You have to have absolute oversight to be able to go in at a moment's notice and investigate the places where they might be enriching, and, where they might be developing. And the one thing we didn't get into, because I don't think it would have mattered one way or the other on my end of things, but... Heavy sanctions on Iran for years and years and years did help keep them in check. That's one of the things you can do to a country economically is sanction them to where they don't have any choice but to listen to what you have to say. It's sort of like keeping your thumb on them, if you would. Right. We have to keep in mind, Trump simply took us back to where we were before. Okay, so we were in that place for all the long time. They never developed anything. Mm -hmm. They only had a couple few years under Obama with it. And but, now they're next. To, now yeah, they're about to have from them is not helping. By the way, that's another thing we didn't get into. Just Agreed. a side note. Ben and Evergreen, go ahead. We got a two two minutes, Ben. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool to hear the general. I'd be a little nervous if I was you. 
because you're talking to a general. But be that as it may, uh, you know, I like the idea of the diplomacy thing because, you know, if it works, great. Sure. But, sure. You know, if it I works. you got to be prepared. Yeah, I think you, my thinking is, and he might agree, I think you got to be prepared for both alternatives. You know, hey, fellas, we really want this to work out. But if not, it, it, here's the alternative. Right. Yep. And, and that thing about giving them money, it's like uh, there was this senator, I think it was Kennedy is his name. I saw a video of his, and he said, you know, we're paying some of these countries billions of dollars that don't even like us. Right. He said, Stop. I think they should be able to not like us for free. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. i, I got to run to break, but no, I, I agree with that, by the way. And only thing I'll add to that is I've never been afraid or scared talking to anybody we've ever interviewed, whether they're no. a major general or not. I No offense. They all put their pants on one leg at a time, just like I do. Doesn't matter to me. I don't care if it's Don Jr., you know, Don Trump Jr. himself or Mr. Trump. I could doesn't matter to me. Bottom line, any kind of deal has to have far more stringent inspection. Well, I'm back to what I said a moment ago, and I mean this. Quit buying oil from them. American National Insurance is next. And uh, we need to, again, you've got to be insured, folks. Got to proper insurance. Got to do it correctly. There's all sorts of things going on out there. 30% of the, of the cars on the road around you are not insured, so it's, it's imperative that you be properly insured. 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance will get to know you. A computer can't know you personally, but Paul will. As an insurance agent, he'll work hard to make sure that you aren't underinsured. When it comes to classic or higher-valued cars and trucks, Paul incorporates declared value, which accounts for the added value that you put into your car or truck. After all, it's your hard-earned dollars that have been invested, so be certain you'll be financially whole again if a crisis occurs. When you buy insurance from the Internet, not a person, you don't get that immediate feeling of relief. You go online and plug in different things so that a calculator can spit out a price. You'll typically get state minimums for liability insurance, and you won't get it tailored to your specific needs. You'll probably end up talking to multiple agents who you won't speak to again. Work with Paul every time. For personalized, honest insurance, call Paul Lewinberger at 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. And that was a very fast first hour. Myself and Andy, we will be back. Hour number two is next. If you missed any of this hour, again, you can listen to it tonight between 6 and 7 p.m. If it's close to the end of that, thank you for doing so in the first place. On the same token, you can find all of our uh, previously uh, done shows. They're all cataloged and done very nicely on the website, RushToReason.com. Producer Ann does a good job of that. So go check that out if you need to. And again, all of our things are cataloged there as well. We'll be right back. Though Hour number two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.